Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR, talent, and leadership communities to you. For more episodes and the latest articles covering what's new in the world of work, visit hrgazette.com, subscribe and follow us on social media. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. Divorce costs companies and state and federal governments over $300 billion every year. Since the start of COVID, divorce filings are up substantially and the stresses keep building. A divorcing employee loses their productivity by ways of absences, errors, distractions, and presenteeism. And it's likely costing your company more than more than you know. Uh, my amazing, awesome guest expert today is Vicky Townsend, who I was very lucky to meet at the Sherm Conference and Expo in beautiful New Orleans in, in uh, June of this year. Uh, Vicky is the president and founder at Divorce Right Inc. Vicky, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the show today. Oh, thank you so much, Bill, for having me. I'm so it was, it was so awesome to meet you in New Orleans. We need to do that more often. Yes, we do. I, th- I believe next year Sherm's going to be at, uh, in Vegas, and so maybe maybe we can hang out in in Vegas. But when I met you guys, um, I'd, I'd never really come across a company that that addresses the issues that you address, and um, and therefore you piqued my interest. And when you started sharing, you know, some of the stats around how how divorce does affect employees, and and of course the productivity of of companies, I, I was all over it. And I said to you and your team, right, we've got to cover this. We absolutely need to talk about this on the show. So within the space of week and a half or so uh, we've gone from the meeting at Sherm to to doing this interview today why, why don't you start though by beyond my reintroduction there why don't you uh, tell our listeners a bit more about yourself and about Divorce Right Inc oh thanks so much well um, I've been in the divorce industry for almost a decade now I started a company called the National Association of Divorce Professionals way back when and the, the idea of that was to help the professionals that touch on the divorce process to help their clients make better decisions because there's so many, you know, this is so far beyond just the scope of a family law attorney or a financial advisor. It is, you know, we always say that, you know, divorce isn't a legal crisis. It's not a mental health crisis. It's a life crisis. And that goes out into their workplace as well. And so we wanted to, um, I wanted to make an impact there, but in all of my work in those, in that near decade, it just kept coming up these studies about how much companies are losing just in productivity alone, um, each and every year. And I sat there and I said, I have an answer to this. I know what can mitigate this substantially and nobody's doing it. And when you had said you hadn't heard anybody that's doing this is because right now, um, at least in the United States and probably around the world, we're the only ones doing it. We're the only ones that have put together, you know, that secret sauce, although it's not so secret, but it does take, um, it does take a vision to see that divorce can be done better and that we can help uh, employees and clients go through it in a much kinder and gentler way so that they don't lose their finances, you know, and their mental health, you know, their sanity is, is at, is at stake here too. So we wanted, we just wanted to impact that as much as we can. 
We'll be right back to this conversation after this very brief message from today's sponsoring partner. The days of matching web keyword searches with resumes and job descriptions is over. It's all about cultural fit. Workzinga empowers job seekers looking for jobs and employers looking for new hires to have thoughtful and insightful conversations, making the recruiting process more successful for both sides. Learn more at workzinga.com. I'd love to get your perspective now on, is there, is there a stigma associated with the term divorced? You know, is, is, it, is it sadly a case that a lot of people are going through the process or recently become divorced? Um, they, 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 they perhaps have mental health issues on, on the back of it. They, they perhaps perceive the, the, the label of being divorced as, as a negative one. Do, do you see that? I do. Um, but it's here in the United States, it's becoming less and less because it, it is becoming something that has been accepted in our culture. And I think we were going to chat about the, you know, international employees that come here from other countries. There are, there are cultures that look at divorce as the worst thing ever. As a matter of fact, I have um, in our training course, we do a section on religious and cultural differences in divorce. And one of the family law attorneys was telling me that she's literally had parents of their kids that are going through divorce say, I'd rather my child get cancer than get a divorce. So, I mean, isn't that just awful to hear that? But that is the way some cultures look at divorce. And, you know, sadly, that makes people stay in marriages that, you know, where there's a lot of physical and emotional abuse because of the, you know, what their culture, what divorce means to their culture. So, yeah, it it definitely does. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. So uh, what, what, what is the impact on companies? When, when their employees go through a divorce? Well, you know, you had mentioned early on in the introduction that divorce causes a 40% loss of productivity in year one. And we did, um, we have a calculator, by the way, on our website, if I could go ahead and share that um, with your listeners, where they can go and actually find out how much divorce is costing their companies. And I'll give you Um, An example, we're talking to a a company whose name you would know, but I won't share here. Um, They have uh, over 100,000 employees here in the United States. And um, so what we did was we took that number of their employees. We took their average salary because we don't have productivity numbers for each individual employee. But I think we can agree that your employee needs to at least make as much as they cost you in salary. Is that, would you agree with that? I hope you do. Um, And then the the other thing you need to know is how much it costs you to replace an employee. And the reason that we want to know that is because 5% of your divorcing employees quit. And so what we did with those numbers with this company I'm telling you about was they're at, they they had over a hundred thousand employees. Their average employee makes just about a hundred thousand dollars a year. It's a high tech company. And um, it costs them $86,000 between recruiting, hiring, training, and up-ramp to competency. And so divorce costs them $221 million a year, but the, but it doesn't stop 
stop there because it's actually compounding because that statistic and that lack of productivity can last for an average. And this is just an average. It's not out of the, the norm, but it can last about five years. And we there is an answer for a lot of this. While we can't solve every single problem, we can solve the vast majority and keep those employees focused, happy, and then loyal to the company. Okay, thank you very much. Now, for for many folks who are going through or being through a divorce, it can be similar to to um, a death uh, in in terms of you know how it, how it affects you. It's it can almost be like going through um, a process of, of mourning, certainly. Yes. And 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 you say that intervening early is terribly important. So, what what are what are some of the signs that an employee may be going through a divorce? Well, you had mentioned them early on. Um, the first one is absences, right? They're not showing up from work either because they're sick. Stress is a huge reason that people, you know, have illnesses. So a, a lot of Ill, a lot of absences from being sick, but also absences where they are meeting with attorneys and financial advisors and things like that. So there are signs. <clears throat> Another one is just. Um, something that Harvard Business Review has termed presenteeism. And that is when they are actually physically there at their desk and they're, they are, they are actually present, but they're not emotionally or mentally present. They're physically present, but their mind is just off into another world. Also, they're missing deadlines when it's not normal for them to be missing their deadlines. Um, suddenly their coworkers may start to complain. Um, and ultimately there can be, be times when they have what we, what my Southern mother used to call having come aparts, um, at work. Maybe it's in the bathroom, maybe it's at the water cooler and maybe it's at their desk, but suddenly the tissues are out and tears are, are, are falling. And it's really, and the reason that we say it's early intervention is really critical is because you don't want them coming into your office as an HR manager and having that come apart in, across the desk from you when they can't, I, I, we, I met somebody at SHRM this year and they shared their experience with the CEO of their company who was going through a divorce and had come into the HR manager's office and had an absolute breakdown at about two o'clock in the afternoon. And they could not leave until the last employee left the office, which was at about 10 o'clock that night, because the CEO did not want anyone to see, it was a gentleman at this time, in this case, they didn't. he didn't want his employees seeing him crying. And, you know, it's, and when you get to that point, if you haven't kind of maybe given him some mitigation, some support, and, um, you know, to, to get through this terrible set of circumstance, it snowballs. And that lack of productivity, you know, just ramps up in a very big way. So that's why it's important to have very gentle and kind conversations when, early on when the signs are, you know, really starting to show themselves. And we go through that and we try and teach you so that you can be very cognizant of what 
some of these changes in their normal behavior starts to look like so that you can start to have some very kind and yet pointed conversations about what's going on in their life. And then once you know that their marriage is on the rocks or they're, they're filed for divorce or whatever it is, you can get them the support and have the resources. We, in our training course, we give you a ton of resources, um, including a library of books written by some of the people, the very people that are in our training, but also other experts in the field and different areas of the divorce world um, where you can take a book and take it home and read about what you're about to go through. Because ultimately, knowledge is power. But also, we have an employee going through this, this situation. You know, it's it's this labyrinthine system. The legal system was designed by the very people that you have to hire to get you out of it. It is not kind. It is not easy. And it is twisted in a way that even the most professionals have a challenge getting through it, particularly when they're under so much stress. So having somebody there that can lock arms with you, provide great resources and information on how to get through it is critical. Absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. And um, uh, earlier on this chat, you know, we kind of likened divorce to, to mourning, to, to a death. If if someone does lose a close family member, for example, one would hope that their their employer would give them compassionate leave. Uh, would would back off and say, you know, take the time that you need um, before you come back to work. Is, is that the same for those going through a divorce? I mean, obviously, people are very private about it, and you and you've spoken already about trying to spot some of those signs of people going through a divorce. But for those who are open with their employer, that you know, I'm going through a situation, I'm, I'm going through a divorce, I need time off. What what is the right response from the employer? Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because um, many companies have a bereavement policy but they don't have what we like to call a family transition policy. And I, I guess we've had so many weird feelings about helping somebody through their divorce. But when you come to realize that this could be costing your company tens and, and hundreds of millions of dollars a year and lost productivity, it's time to step up. And, and we have actually created a family transition policy for your not only for your families that are married and divorcing, but also for your um, employees that have not married, but have established families with their partner and bought homes and started businesses. The, the process and the impact is equally, it's, it's equally as damaging to them as well. And you're right. It is like, it's, it's very similar to bereavement in terms of its grief. And it is, divorce is the second highest stressor um, in, in someone's life, second only to the loss of a loved one. The difference in that is that with the loss of a loved one, and this is going to sound very, very callous, and I don't mean it to be, but at least there's an end and you can grieve, right? And you can go through it and it's over and you still miss them. And don't get me wrong, that's not what I'm saying here. But with divorce, it can last for days, weeks, months, years, and decades, particularly if you're married to a narcissist, if you're married to a narcissist, or if you have children, you're not out of that marriage or out of dealing with that, that partner until those kids are well into college years and beyond. You previously mentioned some of the cultural differences that impact couples going through a divorce. What, what are some of the, the other cultural issues facing employees going through a divorce? <clears throat> Well, it's very interesting. Well, you know, in India, they have 
um, arranged marriages. That's something that is very um, culturally very different than we here in the United States. And um, here's a story. She happens to be one of our divorce coaches um, who is, she's Indian. And she was in a, uh, an arranged marriage. Now, interesting to know about India, they have a very, 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 very low divorce rate. Um, and I believe it hovers right around that 1%, might even be less than 1%. But they do have a very high domestic violence rate. And, you know, when you have to live with somebody that your mother picked for you to be married to, you can start to understand that that becomes a very challenging life choice. <clears throat> so in this case, um, she was getting beaten and bloodied and uh, the mother knew about it. And they ended up moving here to the United States. I don't remember if it was for him to start, a, they were going to start a business here together or it was for a work-related thing or just exactly what, but they moved here to the United States and the beatings continued and she ended up in the hospital, I believe. And um, so she calls her mother and she says, mom, I'm getting a divorce. And her mother's reaction was, if you divorce him, I will drink acid. So that is one of those things that the kind of pressure on some of your foreign international hires that they're going through that you may not be able to understand because it's so foreign to you, but it's very common to them. In China, as an example, it is very common that families actually don't live together. As a matter of fact, the, the, the wife and the children could live in their village and the husband can go around even the country of China or even outside of China and literally only see his family maybe once or twice a year. And um, in China, they have a saying, one eye open, one eye closed, so that you see what you want to see and don't see what you don't want to see, because it's very common that there are mistresses involved. Um, and it's kind of an accepted behavior. Um, another one, Iran, um, we have, a uh, an Iranian family law attorney that's working with, um, someone in Iran when, when you divorce the woman gets nothing, zero zip zilch, nothing. And so they're here in the United States now. And suddenly he had, he found out that he has to give her 50%. And he's not doing it. Seven years later, he's still fighting the fact that he does not think that she deserves 50% of their assets. And, uh, so, and he's not budging because that's in their culture the way it's done. And so um, we're, you know, those are, the, those are just some of the, um, the, the differences. There's also religious differences as well. Um, not all religions have, you know, as a matter of fact, most religions are okay with divorce. It's specifically in certain circumstances like adultery and abuse. Um, <clears throat> so it's, it's, it's a challenge, but it's important to understand where they come from so that you can give them advice and understanding and some empathy around the fact that their mother just told them that they're going to drink acid if you divorce your spouse. So, you know, how you handle that as a as a an employee, you you can start to see the incredible stressors that things like this cause. And it's important to understand them.
Okay, thank you. I just did a quick Google search there when you were giving me that answer. So yeah, India, 1% divorce rate in 2022, followed by Chile at 3%, followed by Colombia at 9%, Mexico at 15%, and Turkey at 22%. So, so big jumps uh, from, from, from yeah, India through to, to, to Turkey in the top five. Um, okay, so as we've mentioned so far, uh, you and I did meet for the very first time, and I'm sure it won't be the last time, at Sherm in beautiful New Orleans uh, in in June 2022. It was a bit too hot for me, I've got to tell you, as a Canadian and it as a Brit. <laughs> that 15-minute walk to, to the expo hall, that was a mistake. I should have got an Uber. Um, so what, why, <laughs> what, why did you guys decide to exhibit at Sherm? And what were some of your biggest takeaways from the, from the 2022 conference and expo? Oh my gosh, we were so excited to be there. Um, this was our, for lack of a better word, coming out party. Um, we've been working on um, on divorce right for a long time, and I've been, you know, kind of mulling it over in my brain for a while because I knew this was important, and I knew that um, that the Sherm annual conference was something that I wanted us to make our debut at. And boy, was I right. It was wonderful. We had such a good experience. We met some of the most amazing people. Um, we heard some of the most incredible stories, as you can imagine, being the only company that deals with divorce. We heard about other people's divorce is issues. We heard the story that I was telling you about with the CEO in the, um, in the office until 10 o'clock at night. We heard other stories of divorcing employees and how needed this was. So I was really happy that the response we got was so good and um, we will be at Sherm every year from now on so it was it was definitely a it, it was definitely a win for us and we were so excited and honored to be there and we hope you know to be able to speak at some of the upcoming um, Sherm conferences wonderful thank you very much uh, okay we are already coming towards the end of this particular conversation Vicky before we do wrap up how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about all the awesome things that you guys get up to Thanks so much. I appreciate that. Um, they can go to our website. Our website is divorcerightinc.com. And on there, there's a, a cost calculator. And you can fill that out and find out how much divorce is costing your company. Or you can just get in touch with me directly. And I'm Vicki, and I'm Vicki with a Y, at divorcerightinc.com. And I am happy to uh, to talk to anybody about the challenges that they face with their employees as they go through it. And um, we're here to lock arms with your employee and with your HR directors and anybody with direct report reports to help them help their employees get through this in a kinder and gentler way so that they can actually show up at work and be productive and be a productive member of your team. Okay, wonderful. My, my preferred channel is LinkedIn. I have sent you a connection request there. Please accept so we oh. can hang out and have lots of cool chit chats. Um, hey, oh, listen, that, that, yeah, that just leaves me to say for today, though, Vicky, thank you so much for being my guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you so much for having me, and I look forward to more. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Chat Podcast. There are hundreds of conversations with business experts available for free on the HR Gazette website, Apple, Spotify, and all the main platforms. And remember to like, subscribe, and follow us on social media.